beautiful faces welcome to another episode of let's talk about it with Sonny Morrison I am your host Sonny Morrison if this is your first time tuning into my podcast thank you for joining me I provide topic discussion content where we're talking about what everyone is thinking about if you like content like this be sure to tune in weekly for a new episode thank you for tuning in let's start the show time for us to start focusing on our health mentally physically emotionally spiritually financially all the spiritual side and everything that comes with it how are we going to take back our peace how are we going to set a standard of peace in order for us to do that we have to attach or detach ourselves from family members from friends from co-workers from anyone that does not bring us peace. Let's talk about it right now. Hey, beautiful faces. Happy New Year to you all. We're going to go right into the show today. The beginning of the show, the topic of the show, we're talking about bringing back your peace or inner peace. And a lot of us probably don't know how to do that. A lot of us don't understand what inner peace is. We crave inner peace with everything that's going on. We could be dealing with so many different things in our lives from family to friends to social media to work to neighbors to strangers. We're just dealing with so much. But we need that inner peace. And I know some of us probably are saying it sounds too good to be true to even try and get some inner peace with everything that's going on in the world not just in our country but in the world but is it possible to find an an oasis of calmness in this world or in our life I'm gonna say it's not possible because I I have to tell myself this Right now, I'm dealing with some things. I'm dealing with some things with family. I'm dealing with some things with my son, who is an adult, and he refuses to detach himself and go on about his business as a grown man. I'm dealing with some things with my sister, who is doing some things that is just beyond my beliefs. 
and beyond my understanding of what decisions and choices she's making. So we're all dealing with some form of stress. Okay, it's very stressful and it's chaotic. So what I've done for myself, I had to compile research and then compile these tips. I did about 12 tips. I researched different sites. I looked at different articles. I looked at different uh, information. They all pretty much have about the same tips. Some have a few that's different, but what I ended up doing is finding some tips and compiling them to share with you of tips and techniques that we can all use to tap into that quiet space within ourselves, within our minds, and that's going to allow us to feel steady. And that's going to give us the space to be uh, supportive and give us the opportunity to to just have time to know and learn how to live with inner peace so the first thing I want everybody to know and I always say this when we do a show pertaining to the topic is to understand what the topic means so what is inner peace what is getting our peace back what is that what is inner peace And so me looking it up, it says inner peace is a state of tranquility where you feel at ease with yourself, others, and the world around you. It's about feeling fully present present, and comfortable in your skin, less impacted from anxiety, worry, and stress. So when you experience inner peace, you accept who you are. Your strengths, your flaws, desires, dreams, everything that makes you uniquely you, 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 you experience that and this is what you accept. And then you feel more accepting of the world around you and the situations that are unfolding so you're less negatively impacted by anxiety, panic attacks, frustration, worry, and of course, stress. Inner peace is essentially equanimity in action. So now I'm sure you're asking, Sonny, what is equanimity? What is equanimity? Finding inner peace isn't about brief respites from stress or moments of relaxation. Because we think when we're talking about inner peace, we're thinking about, you know, paradise and relaxing and chilling and just having a a moment of silent meditation all the time it's more to it is a state of inner peace can be maintained through equanimity and that is a skill equanimity is a skill which helps you keep a calm and balanced state of mind and that's something that we all can learn it doesn't matter what you're dealing with in life whatever life is throwing you you will be able to deal with with this by providing the equanimity skill that you have learned so it's okay if things are okay you're okay if things are not okay you're okay if you 
aren't feeling okay about whatever is going on in your life at the time, whatever is going on in the world at the time, all of this boils down to mindfulness. That is the key. That is the skill of equanimity. Write that down, everybody. Equanimity. If you don't know how to spell it, it's E-Q-U-A-N-I-M-I-T-Y. Inner peace isn't something you wish for, okay? It's something you make. It's something you do. And something you are. So if you are peaceful inside, if it's something that you do that's peaceful, it's who you are. You cannot wish for it. So what I ended up doing, I compiled 12 mindfulness tips to help us all find our inner peace. Because remember, the key word is mindfulness to inner peace. That is the equanimity skill of getting inner peace. Number one, and I'm sure you all probably heard this time and time again, in order to get inner peace or calm or to avoid any type of anxiety is to meditate. And it's a fact. There are so many different types of meditation, and it is a fact that meditation can help you find inner peace. It can affect your mental state profoundly. It really can once you start practicing it. It'll help you cultivate the equanimity, and then it'll put you at a deeper sense of peace. So you probably asking me, Sonny, well, how do I meditate? Because I know a lot of people don't know how to meditate. A lot of people have never meditated because they don't understand the concept. So they're thinking you're supposed to meditate and go, mm, um, that's one way. That is definitely one way. But there are so many different ways. So here's a quick way. Find a cozy spot in your home, in your car. In your backyard, on your patio, a space in your room, and close your eyes. When you find that space, you want to make sure it's a it's a cozy, quiet space. You sit down, you can lay down flat on your back, or you can sit in a chair, or you can sit on the floor, put your legs crossed, like an Indian style or native Indian or Native American style, because you know they say Indian style. I don't know why they used to say that. But anyway, close your eyes. Take a deep breath like this. So when I took my deep breath, I took a deep breath through my nose and I inhaled. And when I inhaled, my stomach was rising out. I'm not inhaling and my stomach is pushing in. I'm inhaling and my stomach is rising So what I'm doing is I'm inhaling oxygen and I'm pushing it into my stomach. When you are stressed, when you have anxiety, it is all in your stomach. So that oxygen can help clear that anxiety, that worry, and that fear. When you get it in your stomach, you're going to hold your breath at the top for four to five seconds. And when you hold your breath for four to five seconds, you're going to breathe through your mouth slowly let it out slowly you're going to exhale through your mouth slowly and I always say exhale with your lips positioned like you're about to whistle so I'm going to do it again I'm going to inhale 
So what I did, I inhaled through my nose, pushed the oxygen in my stomach. I held my breath for five seconds. And then I exhaled through my mouth in a shape of a whistle. And I'm pretty sure you heard a little whistle coming out as the oxygen was flowing out of my out of my mouth. Don't worry if you don't get it right the first time. There's no right way of doing it when you're inhaling. Um, the only way that is correct to do it is when you inhale, the oxygen has to go in your stomach. So don't push your stomach in. Push your stomach out. In other words, rise your stomach when you inhale through your nose. Do that a few times, a few minutes, and you will be surprised how it would make a big difference. What it'll do, it'll calm you down and it'll slow down your heart rate. So especially if you're anxious, if you're feeling nervous, if you're feeling some anxiety going on and you can't stop feeling jittery, go in that room, close the door or go in the car or, or go in an area in your home and do that do that about three to four times and then once you do that then just keep your eyes closed okay if you want to move go further or move forward with meditation go to youtube there are so many different meditation videos there's guided meditation there's stretch meditation there's um quiet meditation there's high frequency music that helps you meditate there's so many different ways for you to meditate number two is live in the present live in the now live in the moment and a lot of us don't do that and I gotta honestly tell you although 2020 was the worst year of our lifetime now it honestly stopped us it shut us down it shut us down from this rat race ripping and running hooping and hollering chasing this dream chasing that dream running over here running over there getting burnt out working starting businesses showing everybody what you're doing on the gram showing everybody what you're doing on twitter it it was just a lot we were all dealing with a lot dealing with a lot and when 2020 shut down we had a moment of silent meditation we had no choice those who did not want to conform they decided to do other things but for the most part we all shut down some of us still worked at home but we were able to work at home another way to live in the present is to live in the present and not keep yourself stuck in the past leave the past in the past even if you never got closure with whatever took place in the in the past leave it there it's in the past if you're feeling anxious about your future don't focus on that don't focus on your future don't focus on what you're going to be doing in the next five years what you want to be doing in the in the next 10 years and stressing about oh my gosh I don't know what I'm going to do I don't know should I be married by by the time I'm 30 oh I don't have enough money to you know uh take uh go on this trip that I want to do in the next couple years it's it's just a lot you're stressing yourself out I want to buy a house before I'm 35 don't do that I want to start a business before I'm 30 don't do that I want to be married before I'm 40 don't do that oh I want to have a family before I'm 30 don't do that if you do that it's just going to take you away from the present I know a lot of us do that the present 
is the moment. That's what we need to live. It's all we have. The moment is all we have right now. So embrace it. Love it. Live it. And whatever life unfolds with it, it it is what it is. Let's just live in the moment. Let's live in the present. So how do we do that? Sonny, I know you all saying that. Oh, I can't live in the present because I got so much going on. How do we live in the present in order for us to find inner peace? When you're doing day-to-day tasks or day-to-day assignments or day-to-day business, activity, chores, routine, whatever it is you're doing on the day-to-day, like eating and walking or even doing you know, chores with your family or whatever, whatever it is, try to fully immerse yourself into the experience. So just keep yourself in tuned into what you're doing. Notice how your surroundings look. Look at the sound or listen to the sound. Listen to the sound. Look at, do the smell sense. Like if you are shopping, say, say you're going to the grocery shop grocery store notice how things are around you your surroundings look pay attention listen to the sounds because I know when I go to the grocery store I always pay attention to the music that's playing in the grocery store and they always playing the best music and then when you're in the and you're shopping in the mall and you're going into these department stores and you smell you smell the fragrances go to that section if you can stand that smell it's like giving your brain a mini getaway, a mini vacation, and it just puts you in this sense of inner peace when you do that. So that's how you have to take the moment and live in it. Not just what you're doing, but live in that moment. If you're driving in your car, just going to work sightsee take another route a scenic route and just look around your city and see what's going on and see what they're doing number three is cultivate a positive mindset we definitely have to do that I had a conversation with my niece because she's been dealing with a lot of anxiety and the entire time we were talking on the phone because I was trying to give her some tips like I'm giving you guys and the entire time we were talking on the phone everything that she was saying was all negative I don't want to do that I'm scared it's going to come back I'm scared I'm going to have a panic attack I I don't 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 it's going not going to happen it's not going to work this no, everything is a don't everything is a won't everything is not it's, it's not it was nothing positive our minds are powerful things they can act as our greatest ally or our worst enemy remember that because it's all about the way we use our mind okay when we start learning to cultivate a positive mindset remember the key to inner peace is the mind is mindfulness so when we start to learn to cultivate a positive mindset by focusing on the good we start to develop our inner peace this is all the equanimity, the equanimity skill is the mindfulness. That is the key to the skill. So how do you cultivate a positive mindset? So I'm just breaking it, breaking these things down. This is what I all compile. How do you cultivate 
a positive mindset. Start with your day on a positive note. In the morning, you want to create a positive morning routine. Write down what you're excited about, what you're happy about, or what you're grateful for. Gratitude. Show some gratitude. Get a journal and start writing these things down. If you start thinking negative, try to sneak in a a positive around it. If you start writing in a negative, try to, you know, filter its filter its way in or slither is what it way in like a snake try to sneak in a positive thought and write it down and replace it replace that that negative thought with something positive okay number four is develop love for yourself we definitely have to learn self-love i see so many people that don't love themselves and they stay in positions relationships friendships uh office positions jobs because they don't love themselves they don't have self-esteem they don't have confidence and so they'll allow other people to treat them as such if you don't love yourself enough and know your worth everybody is going to treat you that way even your family your children your spouse your your partner your friends your neighbor whoever if they realize that you don't love yourself enough they're going to treat you like that Develop love for yourself. If you love others, start with loving yourself. You cannot love anyone without loving yourself. I know it's not an easy journey because we are so accustomed to being that way, not loving ourselves, not having self-love, not having self-esteem. We have to get over that. But when it, Because when it comes to our inner peace... The whole purpose is to learn to appreciate who you are. You have to appreciate who you are. Cherish your strengths and embrace your flaws. We're not perfect at the end of the day, but you still need to love your strengths and your accomplishments. We're all unique in some way. And that's something to celebrate about. Whatever you are different in. If you know how to crochet, because my sister, one of my sisters, my sister Eve know how to crochet. And that's very unique because I can't even hold the needle and put the yarn on it without it falling off. And when she's doing the crocheting, it just looks so effortless. So that is unique. Celebrate that. If you speak two and three languages outside of your own language, if you're an English speaker and you know how to speak Spanish and French and Creole and Portuguese and all these other languages, celebrate that. That's unique. And also embrace your flaws. If you're a person that run late, even though I don't really call that a flaw, I just think that can, that's something that you can work on. But if you're a person that maybe made a mistake in planning something or a, a business deal and you made a mistake, embrace your flaws because you, you learn from it. It's not, it's not a failure. It's a lesson. How to develop love for yourself. Now we're going to get down to that. How do you develop love for yourself? Take a moment to write down what you love about yourself. And then read it. Every day. If you hit a speed bump. Imagine your best friend. What would they say they love about you? 
Imagine your best friend. What would they say they love about you? So that's a question you want to ask your best friend. You can ask your family members. You know, family members don't have to love you because you're their family members. We don't choose our family. But you can still ask them so they can tell you what they really love about you. That's how you develop love for yourself. Take a moment to write down what you love about yourself and then read it to yourself every day. You can pick a time of when you're going to read what do you love about yourself. Number five is practice self-care. Taking care of our physical, mental, emotional well-being isn't a luxury. It's a necessity. We have to put aside time for ourselves every day. Not only do you deserve it, it's also important way to cultivate self-love that leads to our inner peace understand practice self-care now how do we do that so you want to schedule some time me time you time us time I'm just saying it because I'm talking to you guys you want to schedule the time so that means to put in on your calendar and stick to it whatever that time is Spend the time on whatever you like to do. It can be reading a book for an hour. It can be taking a hot bath for an hour. It can be taking a nature walk for an hour. And I'm just calling out the time. It doesn't necessarily have to be an hour. But this is the this is what you're going to put aside for you to do. Or you can take some yoga classes or jacone uh, meditation yoga classes or You can go learn a crocheting class. Whatever it is that you want to do to start practicing self-care, that's what you put aside. And you do that consistently. Number six is visualize a peaceful place. Now, this may be difficult for some people because some people don't know how to block the noise in their minds in order for them to actually visualize a peaceful place because one they may not even know what a peaceful place is visualizing a happy or peaceful place engages your mind in a positive and in a common way it's good for your mental escape it's good for you to get away from reality it puts you in a in a um in a dream in other words when you escape and visualize yourself in a, in a uh, peaceful place. So how do you visualize your peaceful place? You're going to do the same thing you did with the meditation. You're going to close your eyes. And think of a place where you feel utterly peaceful. It could be a beach. It could be a forest. It could be a hotel. It could be... Uh, a memory from a travel that you went on whatever it is that you found peaceful during that time that's what you want to visualize what do you see and what do you hear do you smell when stress starts to creep into your mind and your body take a take a moment and visit this place in your mind remember this is this is the key to the equanimity is mindfulness in order for us to get inner peace take time to 
visit that place. Whatever place that is, that's what you want to do. Number seven, learn to breathe effectively. Now, with the meditation, I did show you a, a, a breathing method. Sounds silly to do this breathing effectively because we feel like, well, I breathe every day. Well, that's your regular breathing. But most of us don't use our breath to its full potential. We don't. Deep, conscious breathing, and I do it all the time, can have a profoundly common effect. Especially in situations of stress or anxiety, panic attacks, you can take a few moments to focus on your breath. That's a breathing method that works effectively. You'll notice that you can rely on your breath to cultivate inner peace. And that was the exercise that I showed you how to breathe through your nose, rising your stomach, holding your breath for five seconds, exhaling like a whistle formation very slow that's what you do so that's how to breathe effectively now what I also researched was breathe in hold breathe out hold do this at your own pace so you're going to breathe in hold breathe out hold breathe in hold breathe out hold you can do that this can be uh, your pause button when things are going like wacky or getting out of control in your day and your world is spinning out of control you can do that that's another effective way to breathe number eight is SS nature oh this is my favorite it nature has a soothing me- mental effect a lot of you all don't even realize it because we're we have blinders on. A lot of us don't have that third, fourth, or fifth eye open to even pay attention to the nature. Spend some time connecting with nature. It definitely gives you a sense of peace overall. I'm trying to tell you, don't worry about doing anything too adventurous. You don't have to. You can keep it super, super duper simple. Hear me? And still get the benefits. So what do you do? How do you assess nature? You're going to stroll in the park. You're going to stroll in your community. You can stroll in your neighborhood. You can start doing some gardening. You can start doing plants. You can stargaze. Or you can can watch the clouds. I mean... Uh, stargazing is normally at night but during the day you can watch the clouds like float I know that sounds a little weird to some of you all but I'm serious nature is uh, another form of soundscapes you know like you can look at like for me okay let me give you a quick example for me in the morning I get up And I try to get to where I'm going to go do my morning walk about before 7 o'clock. But when I'm driving there, I'm watching the sunrise. The route that I take to go to this location, the sun is rising in my face. So the minute I get around this curb on this street, I'm facing the sun. At before the sun is rising, I'm facing the sky with all these beautiful colors. The sun hasn't actually risen yet, but I can see 
it's about to rise because the, the clouds are changing all these beautiful colors. I take pictures. I, I, I know I shouldn't do it while I'm driving, but I try to do it very cautiously. And I take pictures of watching the sun rise while I'm driving. There's some red lights on that route. So when I get to a red light, I will do a quick video to show how that sun is rising. So definitely try uh, to do that, to get access to nature. And it is a great way to bring nature to you by watching clouds, watching the sunrise, uh, taking nature, nature walks. Definitely try to do that. Number nine is be grateful. Gratitude, you cannot go wrong without having some type of uh, gratitude. It can shift your whole focus from what's missing in your life to what you already have. And a lot of us are not we don't show gratitude because we feel like we don't have enough because we think we should be accomplishing more. So we don't pay attention to what we already have and we're not grateful for it. It's a fast track to us getting inner peace. I'm grateful. Gratitude. Make it a habit on a daily basis of writing down all the things that you're grateful for. Everything. And then focus on the good stuff that can change how we look at our entire life. Look at all the good stuff. Just write down all your thoughts of what you're grateful for and read that every day. And if there's other things that you want to add to that list, write it down. So how do you be grateful? Write three things. Write three things that brought you joy today. That brought you happiness today. That could be something simple as a delicious meal. Somebody made you laugh, like really made you laugh. Um, you took a route to uh, a, a, to get home and it was a totally different route. And as you were driving, you saw this beautiful lake, you know. Just write those things down. Whatever you're grateful for, write it down. And then read it every day. Number 10 Work on acceptance. Life is so full of uncertainties and difficult things that's thrown at us every day. And sometimes elements that we can't even control. Try acknowledging things as they are rather than how you wish they were. We, we can't, some things we can't control. That doesn't mean being passive or giving up, but rather recognizing the reality of the situation and working with it rather than against it. How to work on acceptance? Next time, life throws a curveball at you and throws stones and hell. Try to let your feelings come and go without judgment, okay? Sometimes accepting a situation can take away all of the power over us it is what it is I accept it and that's something I'm learning right now because I have to accept the fact that my son is who he wants to be I have to accept the fact that my son does have mental issues and he needs to get help and he doesn't want to because he thinks nothing is wrong with him I have to accept that my oldest sister is doing some crazy things with the demise of her son and I just can't understand it, but I have to accept it. That's what she wants to do. So 
So I have to accept that because what's going to happen, it's going to remove all of that negativity away from me because I have to accept it and it is what it is. Number 11, practice non-judgment. Perfect. Because this is about learning to observe your thoughts and emotions without labeling them as good or bad. So by practicing non-judgment, you create space for acceptance and inner peace. And that's what I was about to say. When I accept the fact that my son is this, it's no judgment. When I accept the fact that my sister carries on and making these decisions and choices, it's no judgment. It's what it is. That's what she is and that's what he is. I'm not judging anybody. I want inner peace. So how do you practice non-judgment? When you catch yourself being judgmental, remember it's just a thought. It'll pass just like a cloud in the sky. Let it pass. Number 12, foster deeper connections. Cultivate relationships that feed your soul. That's people. It doesn't have to be family. It doesn't have to be close friends, best friends, childhood friends. Spend time with people who uplift you and bring you peace. That doesn't mean you should avoid all challenging relationships. No. But try to have a strong support network of positive and supportive individuals. Because you really do need a balance. You know, because everybody around you is not going to be positive and supportive. But when you start learning that these people are not positive or supportive, then you need to start separating yourself from that. So how do you foster deeper connections with these type of people? Call up a friend you haven't heard from a while. Spend time with family members just to see if these are the family members that you want to be around. That makes you feel seen and supported because you have some family members that always want to be seen and supported but it's not reciprocated so now you need to separate yourself from certain family members who's not going to fulfill you with what you need be present in those interactions when you're around these people these moments of togetherness can bring us peace in ways we might not realize Okay, I hope you remember these tips because all these tips are not a one-size-fit-all solution, okay? They're not going to work for everybody, okay? They may not work for everybody. Some of them may work for you and some of them may not work for you. But whatever resonates with you and whatever works for you, experiment with it and find your, your path and your way of finding your inner peace with some of these tips you can probably maybe tweak it a bit and see what works for you okay so I hope this helps with you all because we are in a new year and we have to start focusing on our lives we have to start putting that oxygen mask on our face first just like the flight attendant says when you get on a plane they tell you if anything goes wrong the air compression is going to drop down some oxygen mask on that plane for you to put the oxygen mask on your face first before you help someone next to you and that's the same thing you have to do in life You have to practice these cultivating inner peace 
practices and, and tips and routines to bring back your peace. We have to practice the equanimity skills, which is the key of, what is it? Say it to yourself because I can't hear you. Mindfulness, that is the key. Mindfulness. So everything that we talked about today, these are practices to explore mindfulness uh, tips and routines to help you find peace within yourself. All right, beautiful faces. Thank you all for tuning in. Today is Thursday, uh, January. uh, What is today? January 11th. We are in our 11th day in January 2024. I hope your year is going swell (laughs) so far. But just understand this is just a new year and whatever was working or whatever your path was during 2023 and it wasn't complete it's just continuing over nothing is going to disappear nothing's going to change until you make the change and that is also a part of inner peace now my next episode we are going to talk about what is the official new year because i've been doing some research and i found out that the official new year is not january 1st the official new year was told was in the end of March and then recently I just found out that it's also April 1st but these are different new years in different countries and different cultures but we're going to talk about that I'm going to come on next episode be sure to tune in for that and we will get to the bottom of when is new years okay well okay thank you so much I appreciate your tuning in and I will hear you you will hear me rather in the next episode you all have a sunny day Happy New Year. Today's episode was brought to you by Fashion Reboot, a sustainable online boutique specializing in vintage retro modern day brands and unique style. Follow them at fashionreboot.store.